Hello, hello, and welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast. Hey, Heather, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, John. How about yourself? It's Celebration Fridays. This is my it's, favorite day of the week. It is. You know, I love I love Celebration Fridays. It's an opportunity to really reflect back on the week, but also to celebrate those little wins that we've had. Big or small, it doesn't matter. The whole goal is just to celebrate. And when we celebrate, and we've heard from people, when they celebrate, it's like, oh, yeah, I haven't, like, I spoke with somebody recently, and they're like, I haven't celebrated my team's success in three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it just blew me away, you know, like, so... It's great that we get to do this every Friday. So what are you celebrating today, Heather? I, uh, I'm i part of this mastermind group and we do what we call six-week sprints. So we create a goal and then for six weeks, we connect very quickly, 15 minutes, like quick updates to everyone. And then at the six-week mark, we meet again. So yesterday was one of our check-in calls and everyone was crushing their goals like crushing like one of the one of the, my peers was like i am now ahead and my team got all energized and excited and and they're now doing even more so you know what what happens 6 weeks ago is we create these goals we don't know how we're going to do them we know that they need to get done for our business to move forward and we actually choose goals that we might need a little bit of nudging or help along the way so you don't pick the goals that are going to be easy for you because this group is there to support you and so to just hear everyone celebrate their goals and then hear how it's cascading to the team was fantastic and you know these 6 week sprints are perfect bite-sized pieces of time because often, you know, if, if, if it's left to me, I'll change my own due date because it's only me that's holding me accountable. But John, when I make a commitment to you, I never asked him, well, that's not true. I do ask sometimes to move the due date, but it's very, very rare because I've made and, and I'm much more accountable to someone else. And I think that's a, a, a big aha moment that, you know, who are you helping be accountable and who's helping you be accountable? So I was, and of course I got to share my updates and that was a great celebration too, because I've moved some things forward that are in my goal uh, wheelhouse. So it's been a really energized week. So I don't know. What about you, John? Yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. Same with me. So I, I've been part of a group as well. And we've been focusing on these little goals that we've been working up. Not six weeks, four-week sprints. And now that we're at the end of the month, we've had a, an opportunity to sit down and reflect on them. And, and it's been great, just a reflection piece, because it gives you an opportunity to look at, you know, what's gone well and what hasn't gone well and what the change in approach is. Tomorrow's April 1st, believe it or not. I know. Um, so it's a good opportunity. And as we get to the end of Q1 as well, it's like, okay, now we're going into the second quarter of the year. It's like, oh, what do I need to do? What do I want to do? And what do mm, I want to accomplish? And who do I want to impact? So I want to celebrate that we got to that. We got to the end of March. And... There's a good feeling of vibration just around today. Like it's just something around this month. I know we're going into Easter next weekend, but it's just an opportunity just to celebrate, you know, nicer weather. We're supposed to have like double digit weather tomorrow. Uh, so I celebrate that. I, I I think that that's a really important thing that sometimes we're waiting for something to happen, waiting for the good weather to come. We're waiting for something to happen. And I'll tell you, Last night, so uh, uh, I'm up at the cottage at Sigmasega Beach. It's on Georgian Bay. It has the most spectacular sunsets in the universe. Like it really, really does. I've been to other places in the world and it just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And here's the thing, a sunset happens every day, but I don't catch it every day. And last night we were watching the sun go down from the cottage 
And it was, it was cold out. It was, it was quite cold out. It was quite windy. And I'm like, no, we're just going to watch it from the window. And my husband said, no, 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 get your jacket on, get your boots on. We're going down to the lake. And I was kind of like, I can see it from the window. And I'm so glad that I didn't go for comfort and I went for beauty instead. And it was spectacular. And I posted the pictures on Facebook and, you know, it's just, you know, what are those things that we're waiting for? We're waiting for what good weather to come. We're waiting for something to happen. Don't wait. You're living your life today. And, you know, that's why I love sunrises and sunsets because they happen every day and they, they sort of bookmark, did you live your best life today? And yeah. so I just, I wanted to share that because it's another celebration moment for me just to see the beauty in everything around you, even when it's really, really cold, because it was really cold. <laughs> we still got to get out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, it's funny. I, I, I <laughs> that, 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 That's awesome. You got to go out, you got to do, you got to go out there and just experience it, right? And actually, I did a TikTok on this, I think, two days ago. It's really around, you know, experiencing life every day. You know, YOLO, like I, I talked about YOLO and how I don't like YOLO because YOLO says you only live once. The truth is you get to live every day. You only die once. But you get to live every single day. You get to start from scratch every single day if you really wanted to or continue to build something on whatever you're building. So having that opportunity to step into how you stepped into being on the lake, lakeshore, watching the sunrise or sunset. It, it's just, it's an incredible experience, you know, mm -hmm. and the truth is we never know when it's going to be our last experience. So you might as well enjoy those moments. So be exactly. in those moments, right? Be in the moment. I think be in the moment. that's incredibly special. I know this week, and, and actually the one thing we've been focused on throughout the whole week has been communication. And you and I, we've had some pretty good offline discussions around communications on how communications can lead to misinterpretation could lead sometimes to really bad places, conflicts, uh, arguments, discussions, like bad discussions. So I want to continue down that theme today because I think it's incredibly important as we celebrate. And if you're listening in, listen, celebrations aren't just for us. And it's great that we get to share our celebrations with each other and with all of you. But we're going to invite you to you celebrate with us as well. Drop it in the chat. What are you celebrating this week? If you're listening in, We'd love to know what are you celebrating? What's that one little win that you want to share? If you, if you don't want to share it publicly, you can share it with us privately in messages. If you're with uh, connected to us on LinkedIn or some other social network, but uh, share, you know, it's important to get it out. It's one thing to think it. And I know I used to do that, but when I started sharing it publicly, it just changed. Well, and, and here's the other invitation that I'll add to yours, John. If you're thinking, you know, it's not big enough. It's, you know, other people have better shares. You know, I'm, I, I don't know if this is what they're looking for. Then that's when what you're going to write. Mm -hmm. And that that is just you playing small and don't play small. Believe me, that thing that made you joyful, happy, got you out of your comfort zone or you're celebrating other people around you being successful is what brings you more joy, more love, more you know confidence. So if you want to amp up your own leadership, this is how you do it. The, you know, it's small little incremental changes like having gratitude and celebration uh, every day, but we do it at least once a week on our podcast uh, to make sure that we honor it and show our audience that this is how it gets done. And, you know, sometimes we have small little goals that we celebrate. Sometimes it's for other people. Sometimes it's for ourselves and it's all good stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So going back communication, we had some good giggles this week around miscommunications or meaning 
that we attach to things that come in, right? So, I, <laughs> and I know we've seen this, right? We've seen this when we worked in the corporate environment. An email would come into us, we would look at the email, and then we would attach a whole bunch of different meanings to this email that we had no clue whether or not they were true. And, you know, we I've saw talked it this to week. Two, two clients this week I've talked to where they're filling in all the blanks. They're not sure what's going to happen. Um, you know, they're they're making up stories of what it possibly could be. And all of that energy, for what reason? Like, you, you don't have enough information to make a, a decision about what's going to happen next. So, you know, ask yourself, did I just make this about me? Mm. Did I just fill in the blanks? And and what is that about? Is that about an insecurity that I have? Is that about uh, missing information that I have? Is this about experiences from my past that are that I'm now pasting on this moment in time? And the answer is usually yes to one or all three of those answers and a yeah. few more of why we're creating these stories around us. And the way to get out of that is, you know, take a step back, zoom out, look down at yourself having this moment and think about like, why are you having this moment? Why are you filling in these blanks? And what's, I always do this. What's the worst thing that could happen? What's the best thing that could happen? And what's actually going to happen? And believe <laughs> me, the worst and the best are really far on the two scales, but it usually turns out to be closer to the best somewhere in the middle. It doesn't, yeah. the worst hardly ever happens. And sometimes when the worst happens, it's actually the best. So, you know, don't be scared of what's going to happen. Just focus on how you're going to react and be impacted by it. Yeah. Well, you know, I would even say, don't give it any attention. That's right. Even, and, and yeah. So, so and I say that because, you know, when I'm coaching people for interview prep, it's one of my favorite things, right? Because they always think about, well, what do they want to hear? The truth is you have no idea what the person on the other side of the table wants to hear. You do know that, you know, they want to understand your experience. They want to understand your knowledge in particular areas. You know, there is job descriptions that you work through. You have to be able to answer those questions in terms of what's listed there. But you can never, ever know what the other person's thinking. And actually, I did this. You know, it's funny. I, I did this. All, I, I was doing a talk for um, an association of, uh, oh, what do they call Purchase agreement professionals. So these are people that do the purchasing for these big companies. So I, I asked the question. I go, can anybody think what I'm, can anybody tell me what I'm thinking right now? And it was dead quiet in the audience. And then this one guy goes, I'm thinking that you're thinking what we're thinking. And I'm like, okay. Well, was, I'm like, that's a good try. The truth is, I wasn't thinking anything. And he's like, wow, that's what I was thinking you were thinking. I go, how do you know that? You know, that was one person out of 500 per people that actually stood up and said that. Mm. The truth is, we never know what other people are thinking. We never know so, what other people are thinking. We also don't know what's driving that thought process. So mm. I love the, the, um, the training example, John, and we've both been the, you know, think of a horse. And, you know, when you go around the room and you ask everyone to think of a horse, you know, some one horse is black, one horse is brown, one horse is white, one has wings. So, you know, even though the concept of a horse should be the same, how that horse shows up in our mind's eye is completely different. And that's because it's part of our DNA, our experiences yeah. that 
drive that horse. Some it's a mythical creature. Some it's a real horse. Some it's a little baby horse. So, you know, <laughs> we're all, we think that we're all talking about a horse and we are, but it's all kinds of different horses. And yeah. the same thing happens in communication, in um, the meaning that we put on things. So, you know, don't assume that everyone around you is thinking the same thing as you are. The best way to uncover that is to be curious, ask more questions, get people to describe or say what they're feeling, what they're seeing in their mind's eye and how that's making them feel. Yeah. No, well, and you know, a lot of, you know, as you're using this horse example, I was thinking, um, you know, a cartoon show from the eighties, there was a horse with wings it was colored in a rainbow. I forget what the name of the show was, but <laughs> my little pony, I think my little pony. <laughs> my little pony. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of dating myself now. <laughs> so we bring in, so you've talked about horse and that's what pops into my mind. And it's because of all the experiences that we've had in the past, right? Like we don't realize, you know, the things that help us form our thoughts today are things that have happened to us many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. And you talked about a horse, I talked about a little pony, and that's like the 80s. What is that, 30, 40 years ago? <laughs> wow, I can't believe the 80s, 40 years ago now. Um, but, you know, we, we keep, you know, we talked about meaning earlier, but this is what we talk about meaning as well, right? So we see something, we interpret, you know, somebody sends an email and says, hey, it's urgent, I want to meet you. It's like, your whole head just kind of goes crazy. It's like, okay, what's urgent? Like, I don't know. Okay. So we start creating these stories too. It, it's, you just, you got to watch out when it comes to things and how you attach meaning to it. And the truth is you're bringing your own personal experiences, your own personal behaviors, your thoughts into that. And my best, you know, my suggestion for people is just, just don't, don't attach anything to it until you know all the facts. Right. And, you know, as you sit there and you go through those conversations, you're thinking about it. It's like, well, I don't know anything or I, I could, you know, I could have a couple of hypotheses. And I think that's probably a better word in terms of what this could mean. But I'm not going to attach any meaning to it until mm -hmm. I'm there. And think about how many fights and, you know, arguments you could put to rest just by not thinking of them as fights or arguments. Right. Because we walk in and that's, you know, we talked about energy kind of quite a bit. And you walk into these conversations with that energy. It's like, oh, they're angry. Yes. I'm going to be angry back, right? It's like, but wait a minute. What did you say? <laughs> yeah. Because you attach the meaning to something that doesn't exist. So just be really cautious of that, right? And, you know, you and I, we both do it. You know, it just happens every once in a while. Something happens. It's like, oh, let's attach, you know, whatever shows up for us. But if we just clear our minds and say, hey, let's just, I'm going to wait for all the facts until I make any sort of judgment or decision in terms of what's going to happen. Whew. I love that just, yeah. yeah, that that really that really lands. And and what else I'm remembering is, you know, what are the resources that you have available so that you're bringing your best self to that situation? So in your example where you get an email, come to your boss's office and you're like, oh, like, I wonder what this is all about how do you want to show up to your boss on a regular basis? You probably want to show up with confidence, with, um, you know, problem solving skills and some other attributes. So step into and just think of actual situations where you were the best problem solver and you were also the best, you know, composed person and you were also confident and you step into those moments in your past and you actually like close your eyes for a moment, visualize your mind's eye, what it feels like to be in that moment, adjust your body to match that, feel it in your body, 
hear the words and the sounds of your voice when you're that confident, that composed. And then when you're going to your boss's office, you just bring those resources with you. And now you've actually used your past as a tool to to, to match what you're doing right then and there. And, you know, no matter what your boss is going to share with you, you're bringing those resources with you into that room. And so you have the capability to answer the questions that your boss is going to ask, ask, you know, talk to whatever's going to happen. And you're going to do it with confidence, with, with composure and yeah. with problem solving skills. And therefore you're ready for anything that happens and all the meaning can, can just disappear to have more facts. And that is yeah. a, a, a process that is so powerful to get your mind and your body aligned with who you want to step into as, as a, as a, as a leader. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that you know, empower yourself before you go into those sessions. Because I remember working in the environment, in, in the corporate environment, and people would say, oh, my, my, my manager called me into their office, and they would be worried or concerned. It was like, oh, man, where did I mess up? Where, like, that's what people automatically went to. I'm like, did you mess up anything? They're like, no. I go, then what are you worried about? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, just, you're right. You know, step into that place. And I love it, because it's one of these processes that we use at NLP, where you state shift into something that's more empowering. That's and right. something like calmness. Let's just step into calmness. So when we show up, nobody's yelling, nobody's fighting. There's no race tone in the conversation. It's just like, hey, what's going on? I saw your email. I'm here. What do you want to talk about? Mm -hmm. like, you know, well, it, it just it brings it brings a different type of energy. So here's a question, and I know you want to jump in. So, I'm, but before no, you do no, that, go. you know, as a person sending that email, is there something that you could say different to put the person in that state? Mm, I love that question. And maybe that's the call to action, although that feels like a Monday call to action, but it's something to think about over the weekend. And maybe the, the thing to think about is, is have you ever sent an email that had not enough information that maybe caused that anxiety in someone else? So, you know, mm. it comes from both sides is what can we do to inform people more or prepare them for what's going to happen? Although I'll tell you when, you know, I was in the corporate world, I loved sending those emails and then just bombarding them with love and celebration to try to counteract it. But, you know, maybe I was doing the wrong thing too, in that I was causing anxiety before I was causing, you know, a celebration moment um, just to, to be playful. And maybe that wasn't very playful. I, I don't know. I'd have to ask some people that I did that to, but I'm actually <laughs> reflecting, you know, did I do this sometimes? And the answer is always yes, because as humans, yeah. we're, we're not always effective communicators and we I can't even understand what the other person is interpreting because we don't live their life. We don't have their experiences. So I think that's a really good awareness piece for this weekend to, you know, journal about, think about, and then, you know, come Monday morning, what's the new type of email that you'll send that has more information that will help people not create that meaning for them. And that's yeah. really, really important. And it can be in a verbal conversation too, but most of the time this happens in, in an email format or a text message. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I, I, you know, as you're saying all these things, I'm stepping back into the day where like, Hey, can you come into my office for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing wrong. You know, it's almost like you have to say, there's nothing wrong. We just, I want to chat. I'm looking for an update on something. And they'd be like, oh, okay, no problem. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. So I, I love that reflection exercise. You know, what, and, and it's not just in the work environment. It's also at home too, right? Like, you know, when you're talking to your, to your kids, it's like, you know, when you say certain things, they think they're in trouble. 
So maybe there's a different way of delivering that message as well. Ooh, I, so love I, I love Yeah, I love that exercise. <laughs> Step in, into cognizance. Oh, thank you, Brian. That's awesome. Um, I'm so happy that uh, we got to talk about this. So celebrate. You know, it, I know we celebrated, but, you know, take a moment today. And it only takes a minute or two. Celebrate with somebody around you, whether it's your team member, whether it's your family. I like to do it at dinner on Fridays. We talk about our celebrations for the week. And it's a great, you know, it's a great opportunity just to, you know, connect, connect. And then, you know, think about how you're communicating as well. Is there something that you could be doing differently? All right. I can't believe we're on time. Thank you, Heather. That was a great discussion. <laughs> I love the communication. You know, we've been focused on that all week. If you want to check out our past episodes where we've been talking about poop emojis and some of your communication <laughs> tools that you could be using this week to be more effective next week, we'd love for you to check that out. We'll include a link to the podcast below. And with that, thank you. And remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Have an awesome Friday, everybody. Take care.